It's time, Fort Wayne. Your sports, your station. It's the Sports Rush with Brett Rook. Covering all the topics that hit a nerve here in the Summit City. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Now here's your host, Brett Rump. The Here we go into a sports weekend with the Sports Rush, your daily local sports fix, 4 to 6. I am Brett Rump along with Adam Lundy. We've got you connected on the Parkview Sports Medicine text line. In fact, that is how you win our final four-pack of tickets to the Shrine Circus. Adam's part. Not today. Not today. I'm not doing it. Uh, but <laughs> the circus coming to the Coliseum January 26th through 28th. And if you'd like to win a four-pack, our final four-pack this week, all you have to do is text the word elephants to 46862 on the Parkview Sports Medicine text line. That is elephants to 46862. You ever ridden an elephant, Brett? Uh, no, I have not. Not ridden an elephant. Why, have you? I might have when I was a kid. I don't remember. Uh, but uh, that is today's key word, elephants, 46862. We're going to be giving these tickets away probably in the next 30, 35 minutes. So yeah. go ahead and get a hold of us or text us now <laughs> on the Parkview Sports Medicine text line, 46862. It is elephants. All right, so tonight, high school basketball in the area. Obviously, weather, a major issue. We've been watching the weather out the window here from yeah, our studio. And we are on the far south side of town. We're out near Highway 27 and 469. We're very close to the old Southtown Mall. We're halfway to Decatur. So. Well, not quite. <laughs> I'm but, just being silly. But we are uh, we are about, what, three quarters of a mile or half mile, mm-hmm, somewhere mm-hmm. like that, from 469 and, and Highway 27 if you were to be heading toward Decatur. But... So we're on the south side of town, and uh, I know a couple of hours ago, it was snowing, pretty heavy snow in the north part of Allen County, and then it got to be rain toward our side of town. We have sat here through the first 30 to 45 minutes of the show, primarily in rain. It is now sleet and almost a freezing rain. We're right at that, that point of no return where the temperatures are right at freezing and uh we will probably see it turn over we've seen some snowflakes yeah but but it's not like the heavy snow that we had in northern allen county uh let us know where you're at what kind of weather conditions you're getting what the roads are like 46862 the parkview sports medicine text line uh we will pass on any kind of weather related information we can uh for tonight high school basketball we've had uh, three of the of the double headers that were scheduled tonight in the Summit Athletic Conference that have been postponed: uh, Northside at Northrop, Southside at Concordia, and Wayne at Bishop Dwenger have all been postponed tonight. 
We do know that uh, there's a couple of area gyms in the SAC that will have action, including where we are. Michael McIntyre right now at Homestead, and the games at Homestead are on. It will be Snyder at Homestead, a girls-boys doubleheader tonight. And yes, that pair of games is on tonight. And the girls game with two teams, both 6-0 and in the conference, are playing for an SAC regular season title. Whoever wins will be the SAC champion. And we're just a couple of weeks away from getting the uh, the girls basketball sectionals underway. And so this is kind of the end of the season, the stretch run for, uh, for the girls basketball team. Snyder Homestead coming up at 6 o'clock. That will be... Uh, for the SAC title, and then it should be a good boys game coming up right after. And so stay tuned for high school basketball here on the airwaves. And then after the game, we'll be at the Coventry Pizza Hut for your Parkview Sports Medicine postgame show with uh, Adam Lundy, Eric Dute, Dutkevich, and Michael McIntyre up until 1030 before Bob Lovell takes over with Indiana Sports Talk from 1030 to midnight. Now, in the area, what we do know is, uh, and correct me if I'm off on any of these, Adam, but last report we had had, Huntington, North Columbia City, New Haven, Leo, and Norwell, Belmont are all on for tonight. DeKalb at East Noble in the NE8 has been postponed for tonight. Uh, no word, so we assume everything is a go for the ACAC Conference Tournament. Semifinals, Jay County, Adam Central, Bluffton, Heritage. Also on the uh, on the girls' side, you've got Jay County, Adam Central, and you've got Bluffton versus Woodland. So uh, those games, from what we understand, are all a go tonight. If you've got any updates, let us know at 46862, the Parkview Sports Medicine text line. And uh, also, if you want to win those tickets, the four-pack of tickets to the Shrine Circus, we've got your vouchers. You exchange them at the ticket office, and you'll be able to pick which show you want to attend and where the tickets are going to be. Uh, We've got that four-pack that we'll give away sometime in the next 25 minutes or so. All you have to do is text ELEPHANTS to 46862. Time now to rank our Indiana D1 men's basketball team's little shuffle that happened this week. Uh, we will start at number 11. It is the IUPUI Jaguars, 5-13. and 13. They're going to be in Fort Wayne next Wednesday to take on the Mastodons. Uh, but IUPUI has had a really tough stretch. They've dealt with a couple of injuries that cost them a couple of guys. Uh, but IUPUI right now... The only team they've beaten over the last month has been Detroit Mercy. So IUPUI at number 11. Number 10 is the Valparaiso Beacons. They are 4-12. and 12. They have lost nine straight games. In fact, it's been a while since Valpo has won a basketball game. Their last win came on November 25th, so Valpo is number 10. At number 9, the Evansville Purple Aces. Overall, they've got a pretty good mark of 10 and 6. But in the Missouri Valley Conference, they are just 1 and 4. And this week, it wasn't very pretty. They lost by 22 and 36 in their last two games. Evansville's at number 9. At number 8, University of Southern Indiana. They're 5 and 13. 
They had a close loss on the road to SIUE 67-64, but they're still searching for wins. So at number eight, you've got Southern Indiana. At number seven, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I want to keep putting them up, but then they keep blowing games that I think they've got a chance to either compete or win. And they let one slip away against North Carolina State. I've got Notre Dame at number seven. At number six, the Ball State Cardinals, losers of their last five games. They're now 8-7, and 0-3 oh in the MAC. Coach Lewis has to get it turned around down in Muncie. Ball State comes in at number six. At number five, the Indiana Hoosiers. I, you know, this was going to be the week I thought, you know what, Mastodons have lost a couple of games. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put IU above the Mastodons. And then I looked at what IU did this week in uh, their loss to Rutgers, and I thought, I can't do it, can't do it. That that team's a mess right now, and there's no way I can put that team above the Mastodons. So I've got IU at number five with their 11 and five record. At number four, I've got the Mastodons. Yes, a couple of losses. Two really good teams, and if you look at the standings in the Horizon League, the two losses, all it does is is kind of bunch things up, but the Mastodons are still in the mix at the top of the conference with a 4-2 and two conference record, a 13-4 and four record overall, and the Mastodons will have a couple of games that you would think are very winnable with a couple of two of the bottom three teams in the Horizon League. Robert Morris on the road tonight, IUPUI at home on Wednesday. So I've got the Mastodons at number four. Number three, big win this week for the Butler Bulldogs on the road at Marquette. So Butler is number three with an 11-5 overall record. And that gets us up to number two, where it's the Indiana State Sycamores. They can really shoot the basketball. They're 13-3. They are a legitimate contender in the Missouri Valley Conference. So the Sycamores are number two. And despite the loss, I've still got the Purdue Boilermakers as the best team among our 11 Division I basketball teams here in the state of Indiana. Number one, the Purdue Boilermakers, 14-2. and two. So for those of you that might want to tune in to Mastodon's basketball tonight, it is going to be on the special stream. You can get it by going to 1380thefan.com. Uh, it is the Mastodons and Robert Morris. The Colonials come into the game tonight, five and twelve on the year, and they are one and five in the Horizon League. Just lost to Wright State on Wednesday night, one hundred one seventy six. Wright State, right now, the hottest team in the Horizon League after shooting over sixty percent against the Mastodons. They went on the road to Robert Morris and had another sixty percent effort against the Colonials. Uh, Mastodons trying to have a little better first half tonight. It will be worth listening to. We'll have coverage for you starting at 645 with pregame show. Again, available only on our special stream that you can access by going to 1380thefan.com and then clicking on the Mastodons logo. Time for a quick break. When we come back, we've got Zach Osterman to talk Indiana basketball. They're in action tonight against Minnesota he joins us next here on the Sports Rush. Hey, don't forget Christopher James menswear. I just stopped out there, checked out some of the specials. And, and I tell you, I, my if I didn't have bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. I, I found some things I loved, but, of course, everything I found uh, wasn't my size. I found something I just absolutely loved, a shirt that I loved, a sweater that I loved. And uh, both of them ended up being one was a medium, one was a large 
and I'm sorry, can't wear my sweater like it's a glove. But uh, but I tell you, they've got some great specials. They got tables full of merchandise. That uh, in fact, most of the merchandise on those tables would update my wardrobe. I mean, you, you know, you think it's end of season. Well, it's just the end of the winter season. It doesn't mean these are outdated fashions. No, they're very stylish fashions. And uh, you know, they're 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 fashions they sold this season, and they've got them on sale now, fifty percent off. Yep, their super sale has moved up on the calendar. Normally, it would fall around the first week of February, you know, around the big game. Well, now they're actually starting it earlier in January. So if you want to save with the biggest sale of the year at Christopher James Menswear, right now's the time to do it. You could save 50% right now on uh, markdowns on winter and fall merchandise. Great time to check out suits, sport coats, pants, denim, sportswear, shoes. And a whole lot more. It's the super sale right now at Christopher James Menswear in Covington Plaza on West Jefferson, just a block west of Getz. Welcome back to the Sports Rush, your daily local sports fix, 4 to 6. Once again, for the Shrine Circus four-pack of tickets, text ELEPHANTS to 46862. We're giving those tickets away in about 15 or 20 minutes. That is ELEPHANTS to 46862. The Parkview Sports Medicine text line. Coming up tonight, part of our programming will be IU Basketball taking on Minnesota. You can catch all the action on our sister station, WoWo 92.3 FM. Only available on the FM side of WoWo 92.3 FM. And to talk Indiana basketball, joining us right now on the Sports Rush guest line from the Indy Star, it is Zach Osterman. Zach's been a while. Happy New Year to you, and thanks for joining us. Happy New Year. Hope you can, uh, I hope it's, it's not too loud around me in the ambient. I'm trying to find about as quiet of a spot here in the basement <laughs> of Assembly Hall as I can for you. Well, and I'm glad we got a signal being down in the basement. I'm not even sure you'd have a cell signal. So it's just good to be able to talk to you. And, uh, of course, we saw what happened earlier this week with the Hoosiers on the road against Rutgers. And I don't know how you describe it. Is it a flat performance? Is it an uninspired? How do you describe some of the Hoosiers' woes that they've had in road games of late? Yeah, I think it's, I mean, that one in particular, I think, is, is really more defined to me by missed opportunities. Like, I, you know, that's the second lowest adjusted points per possession number Ken Palm has Indiana at in a single game, and, and Mike Woodford's tenure, the lowest, was the loss at Rutgers last year. And you think back to that game, Jalen Pochettino's not in the game. Steve Peichel kind of surprises Indiana with this matchup zone, and Indiana just just can't figure it out. Kind of in the in the the, the space of forty minutes, you know, Rutgers just kind of mucks the game up, and Indiana can't, you know, kind of come up with a win. This was a game. Rutgers did some of that again. I don't think this Rutgers team is as good as Rutgers was a year ago. I don't think this Indiana team, to be fair, is as good as Indiana was a year ago. Rutgers throws some of that Indiana again, and I don't think it necessarily sort of confounds Indiana as much, but it's more than missed opportunities. Four of 15 from the free throw line. What was it? I think 18 turnovers, you know, 19 missed threes, although some of those, to be fair, were kind of late chasing the game. The point is, I think Mike Woodson would be justified in looking at his team and saying, fellas, you held them scoreless for the last four minutes and 40 seconds of a game. You lost by nine points, missing 11 free throws, 19 threes, and 18 turnovers. It doesn't take very much at all to make that a one-possession game going into the final minute. How much I think of, that's where it, that one feels more like a kind of a missed opportunity. And, and maybe if you spin it right as a coach, more of a, an opportunity to, to, to show guys like, hey, listen, 
we're not that far away if we can just trim these margins a little bit. How much of this is a missed opportunity for Coach Woodson? Well, I think it's, I mean, listen, I think he's, I think he's going to take every defeat as a missed opportunity. And I think he's going to look at this team in particular, as young as it is, you know, this team's outside the top 200 in, in Ken Palm in both Division One experience and minutes continuity. He's going to look at this team as young as it is and say, you know, we've just got to find a way to start stacking some road wins. I know they beat Michigan on the road earlier this season. Obviously, Michigan has struggled, you know, to this point in the year. Um, but if, you know, if you're Mike Woodson, what you're looking for is that consistency. You're looking for that, you know, kind of that good, I guess that baseline, if that makes sense, that foundation of saying, hey, we, we know we can count on, you know, nine out of every 10 nights or 19 out of every 20 nights. We know that we've got the, the habits, the behaviors, the, you know, just the consistency to be able to deliver this foundation against almost anybody. And then we build on that and we try to sort of build out from that based on the opponent, based on the circumstances and the opportunity in front of us. And so I think he probably, again, you know, Nebraska is a game that just sort of gets away from Indiana. And in fairness, with the context of that Purdue game, you can kind of understand, hey, Nebraska is probably just a better offensive team than we thought. But I think it's, it's Rutgers that looks a little bit more like, hey, that was that was a missed shot. That was one that was there for Indiana and just couldn't be couldn't be pulled in. I think, Zach, what you're referring to is what we commonly uh, identify as uh, an identity, that this team still is searching for its identity. And I almost feel like Mike Woodson is openly looking for an identity by some of the roster uh, rotations and and uh, just trying to find what this team is. Isn't this kind of late in the season to try to figure out what you've got uh, over halfway through the schedule? I mean, I think that the simplest thing to say is not, not when you feel like you still don't have it. Um, and, and I think that goes back again. I'm, I'm not absolving sort of Indiana of, of every mistake or shortcoming, but, you know, uh, people like me were saying, listen, there's a lot of talent on the, in, in the preseason, the offseason, the summer. We were saying there's a lot of talent on this roster. Um, there's, you know, it, it's, it's going to be intriguing to see Woodson maybe deploy his team a little bit differently, maybe do some things that he wouldn't necessarily have done you know, with the Trace Jackson Davis-led team and, and, you know, play through some different spots on the floor and things like that. But we also said, you know, you turn over half a roster, you lose one of the most productive players in Indiana history, you lose three senior starters, a first-round draft pick lead guard. The only reason you return two starters is because one of them filled in for the other one and the other one broke his foot and never came back last season. We all said this could also be a team that really struggles to kind of find what you talk about, that identity, that, that again, going back to kind of that baseline, that consistency. I think those two things kind of, those two ideas kind of live in the same neighborhood for me. We said this, this might be a team that, that struggles to find some of that. And I think, that, you know, to this point they are. And I think, listen, the flip side is I, I've seen teams before that seemed to have that in November and December and really lose touch with it. In the new year and once Big Ten play started, I've seen Indiana teams, and I'm thinking back, you know, among others, possibly to Woodson's first season. Um, not a perfect comparison, but, you know, some similar sort of uh, through lines of a team that maybe needed a long time to kind of find its best self, found it just in time to put together that run in February and early March to make the tournament. This is a pretty important stretch for Indiana basketball. Right now, depending on what bracketologist you look at, Indiana may be on the outside looking in if they've got NCAA tournament uh, aspirations. And you've got three really tough wins. Now, those would be the kind of wins 
that uh, you earn bonus points if you're trying to make it into the tournament. But there are three really tough games that follow this one. This is winnable. They can't give this one up to try to exchange it for one of the next three. What do they have to do against Minnesota to get past the Golden Gophers? Yeah, to be honest, I, I think they've got to have a, a healthy level of respect for Minnesota. Minnesota 3-1 in the Big Ten. They've won seven in a row. Um, they're, they're very efficient offensively when they want to be. They share the ball really well. The only team, a stat that jumped out at me looking at this game this morning, the only team in America that assists more of its made field goals than Minnesota is Kansas. So there's, there's maybe some, some similarities there in terms of the way you're going to have to be sharp in your rotations and how you defend ball screen actions and things like that against Minnesota, the way you were against Kansas. I'd be curious if Indiana throws any zones to Gophers. Because I also think, you know, Minnesota a little bit, you know, probably gets to look at this game as one that it, it, it would be hard-pressed to lose, if you understand what I'm saying. They, they can afford to lose this game, but even if Indiana is obviously still trying to find its footing, maybe not you know, in that upper tier of the Big Ten this season, I think Minnesota would feel like a win at Indiana would be a bit of a statement, given that Minnesota's probably surprised us a little bit with where it is early in the season. And I just think, you know, when you look at, at what Minnesota can do when it finds its range from three, the way it can share the ball, the way it can share the scoring load. I think Indiana's got to be sharp for tonight. Obviously, you do have some big games coming up, not least that Purdue game uh, next Tuesday. But I think if, if nothing else, if you're Indiana, I think you've got to look at, at this game and maybe just this stretch of two games and just say, while we're trying to figure out these things we've talked about, the identity, the consistency, whatever, what we can't do is start dropping home games. We, we've got to make assembly hall as much of a fortress as humanly possible and then build upward from there and that's that's got to start with the minnesota team that again frankly i think can just can look at this game and play without a lot of pressure you know frankly and, and i think that indiana's got to be sharper than that there any uh, kind of internal punishment for uh, xavier johnson and what happened the other night with xavier johnson yeah i mean if there is i don't think mike Woodson's going to share it and I think he's been pretty consistent on that in the past with you know just sort of saying what happens in the locker room what's said in the locker room that kind of stuff generally stays in the locker room um and you know I don't think he's that different from you know from most coaches in that regard um you know if, if there is to be some kind of sort of outward punishment Johnson doesn't start or he's benched for a half mm-hmm. or whatever I don't think Indiana's going to announce that I think they're just it's just going to kind of play out you know on the floor um, I could be wrong, but that would be my suspicion. I would not be surprised if, if this was just something that was, was handled internally. The Big Ten confirmed that it, it wouldn't take any further action around the situation, and I suspect Indiana, any, anything Indiana did probably was, was going to be handled behind closed doors. I know it's uh, counting down to game time. You've got work to do. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll look forward to your reports on Indiana basketball at the Indy Star. Always enjoy having you, Zach. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. That is Zach Osterman joining us here on the Sports Rush. We'll take a time out when we come back. We'll give you an update on basketball tonight, who's playing, who isn't, and we've got to make our weekend NFL picks. We'll do that next here on the Sports Rush on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to the Sports Rush, your daily local sports fix, 4 to 6. I am Brett Rump along with Adam Lundy, and tonight in the SAC We've got three doubleheaders that have been postponed. Northside at Northrop, postponed. Southside at Concordia, postponed. And Wayne at Bishop Dwenger, postponed. 
Snyder at Homestead is on. And coming up in about 20 minutes, we're going to send it out to Michael McIntyre for all the play-by-play action of what is basically the Summit Athletic Conference Girls Championship game between Snyder and Homestead. And that'll be followed up by the boys game about uh, 25 minutes after the conclusion of the girls contest. After uh, we have basketball, we have the postgame show. And we'll be live at the Coventry Pizza Hut up until 1030. And, of course, all of our high school basketball coverage on a Friday night being presented by Parkview Sports Medicine. Now, uh, other area games, the only uh, one that we have that has been postponed in the area is uh, DeKalb at East Noble. We uh, we got uh, NE8 action with Huntington, North of Columbia City, New Haven at Leo, and Norwell at Belmont that are all on for tonight. Uh, also, one girls game tonight. It's not a doubleheader, but Bishop Lewers at Carroll Girls Basketball is going to be played tonight. There you go. There's our high school basketball lineup for this evening. Now, programming note with high school basketball here on the radio, we've got Mastodon's basketball on the special stream. If you'd like to listen to Purdue Fort Wayne take on Robert Morris, you'll be able to catch that by going to 1380thefan.com and clicking on the special Mastodon's logo. Uh, Big weekend tonight, IU Minnesota. That's on 92.3. WoWo Radio, uh, you've got, uh, as we mentioned, the Mastodons and Robert Morris, Snyder, Homestead tonight. Tomorrow, here's a game that a lot of people probably don't have on the radar, but it is an interesting, intriguing game, especially for Boilermakers fans, as Northwestern, 3-1 and one in the Big Ten, is at Wisconsin, who's off to a 4-1 and one start in Big Ten play. And Northwestern pulled the upset up in Madison and knock off the Badgers, who seem to be playing about as good a basketball as anybody in the Big Ten uh, that game takes place tomorrow on the Big Ten Network. And, uh, of course, uh, Purdue against Penn State this weekend. We'll yeah. have Purdue versus Penn State coming up uh, one fifteen pregame tomorrow right here at 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. And then we've got NFL playoff coverage. All right, it's time to make some picks. You ready to do this, Adam? Yep, let's hit the music here. Yeah, hit the music. Cue the maestro. Ah, there we go. Now I feel right making my picks. Yeah. After a dominating season. (laughs) Oh, maybe dominating is not quite the right word. Dominated, maybe. Dominated season. Uh, Coming up tomorrow, it all begins with Cleveland at Houston. You know these teams just met like three weeks ago? Mm -hmm. And the Browns dominated the Texans in Houston. Here we go again, part two. Is anything going to change? Well, certainly the crowd's going to be really fired up for this one as Houston, the AFC South Division champions, welcome one of the wild cards into Houston. But I don't think much changes. I think Cleveland's defense and Joe Flacco not making mistakes is going to be the difference. I think Cleveland goes on the road to Houston and gets the win over the Texans. Yeah, I'm going Browns as well. It is the Cold Bowl. It is going to be bitter cold in Kansas City. We're getting reported temps of maybe 10 below for the Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs. It may just freeze the offenses. I think this game is a winnable game for Miami on the road because of that. But uh, it's Kansas City. It's the playoffs. It's in Arrowhead. (sighs) I think this one could come down to a field goal. Can Butker hit it? Man, that ball's going to be hard and frozen. 
but I'm going to give a close win. I really want to take the upset, but I'm going it, to. It's a Southern team going into cold conditions. I'm going to take Kansas City. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs. Then on Sunday, we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers visiting Buffalo. Buffalo is a different team over the last seven or eight weeks than they were the first half of the season. And Pittsburgh is still Pittsburgh. They surprise you every time they get a win. Are they going to surprise us on uh, Sunday? I don't think so. I think Buffalo takes care of home field and Buffalo gets the win. Same here. Green Bay down in Dallas. Oh, this could be the end of the Michael McCarthy era in Dallas if he does not win this game. And I think Dak Prescott has some pressure on him. Those two both have a lot of pressure. But for Mike McCarthy, the former head coach of Green Bay, probably even a little extra pressure playing your former squad. I I think Dallas takes care of uh, Green Bay in Dallas. Uh, Dallas has been a good home team all year. I'll give Dallas the win over Green Bay. Yeah, Dallas at Jerry World. The Rams and Matt Stafford into Detroit to take on the Lions. I tell you, I really want to take the Rams because my gut is telling me the Rams are going to win this game. I don't know if I go with my gut or not. Oh, what the heck. I'll take the Rams to shock Detroit in Detroit. All right, I'll take the Lions. Then you've got the Monday Nighter, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, there's starting to be some buzz that Nick Sirianni may be on the hot seat, and if they don't get a win... Here in the first round of the playoffs, that uh, Philadelphia may decide they need to make a change at, at head coach. Sirianni has not been the same coach without Shane Steichen. Imagine that. Might have been Shane Steichen carrying the bags <laughs> for Nick Sirianni in Philadelphia. Philadelphia is 11 and 6. Tampa Bay's 9 and 8. Do we trust Baker Mayfield on this stage? I don't. I'm going to take Philadelphia to win on the road. Me too. That's a uh, score one. Do you want to guess the score now? Um, nah. I'm All not right. going to guess the score. My page doesn't have scores. I'll go 21-14 Philadelphia. Uh, just got word that uh, tip of the girls game is backed off to 6-10 because Snyder just got to uh, Homestead a few minutes <laughs> so ago. So what? You mean there's bad roads? What? What? Nah. Let us know, 46862, where you're at and how the travels are for you uh, because I know that the weather has slowly moved from the north to the south. And, and when I say the weather, it's not like the system is moving north to south. The bad weather, when you turn to the freezing road conditions and you turn to the snow, it's slowly making its way north to south. Because before our show, it seemed like the north half of Allen County was the area that had the worst weather. There was some snow, there was some slush mixing in, and when we got out here to the studios on the far south side of, of town, uh, really the conditions were nothing but wet, just a lot of rain. Uh, but over the course of the last hour and a half or so, we have seen the transition, a few snowflakes mixing in, and then we had a period of sleet, and now it is all snow here on the south side of Allen County, and so the, uh, the road conditions are worsening. They're not going to get any better. And hopefully everybody is safe tonight. If you bundle up and sit at home, make sure uh, you listen to us on your Alexa device or on your computer. Or if you've got a radio at home, we've got high school basketball coming up with the Homestead Spartans hosting the Snyder Panthers. Both teams 6-0 and in the SAC on the girls' side. So this game coming up at 6-10 
is going to be a big one. Uh, no other way to put it, really. Yeah, I mean, it's for all the marbles. It's uh, winner gets the championship, and the loser starts looking forward to the postseason. But that's what's at stake tonight. Michael McIntyre is set at Homestead. We'll have all of the play-by-play action. And, uh, of course, our game of the week always presented by Parkview Sports Medicine. After uh, game one, we've got game two. It's actually double bonus coverage tonight because we've got the SAC championship game between Snyder and Homestead. And then we've got boys basketball, Snyder and Homestead. And in the SAC, that is the only place that you can get girls and boys basketball both being played tonight. Because uh, around the conference, you had three <laughs> other doubleheaders scheduled. Northside Northrop, Southside Concordia, Wayne Dwanger, and all three of those have postponed. Now, there is a girls game that's taking place between Bishop Lewis and Carroll. That game is on tonight. But uh, Michael McIntyre has all the action of both games from Homestead tonight. And after the game, of course, the Coventry Pizza Hut. I'm I'm going to miss you guys, especially when it comes time to to leave and carry out my my snack, my weekend snack. Oh, what are you going to do without a without your pizza? I, I might have to do one of those order and pick one up as I I go. Yeah. Uh, on my way home, so I've got the pizza for the weekend. So. Do you, think got, the, do you think the chopper can stop at uh, Pizza Hut the, on the, the way to Robert Morris? The <laughs> chopper. Yeah, yeah, that's right. i got to get the chopper over to Robert uh. Morris. Oh, boy. That's tonight. Yeah, i got, I got play-by-play coverage of Robert Morris and Purdue Fort Wayne from Moon Township, Pennsylvania. That is going to be a tough trip. Especially with the weather. I don't know. The, the chopper might end up being grounded with this weather. Oh, I don't... Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens, but... Yeah, I, uh, that's true. You brought that up. I'd have to take the chopper through the drive through window. I don't know if choppers <laughs> can go, land that low. But uh, I might have to pick up a pizza tonight. It's a good night for a good weather for a pizza. Nice, uh, warm. Yeah, it's well, it's, you know, you you got to have something nice and hot. Yeah. The melted cheese. Just, you know, sit back, turn on the TV, see what's on sports-wise, what kind of late-night basketball you can watch. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, Mastodon's take on Robert Morris on the special stream starting at 645, 7 o'clock the tip from Moon Township, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'll be courtside, wink, wink, for that game this evening. <laughs> Bringing yeah. you all the action at 1380thefan.com. Michael McIntyre is courtside, you know. He already is. Yeah, he didn't have to take the chopper. No. But he had to drive through this smuck. Ugh, you're going with smuck, smuck again. Smuck is my favorite new word. Anything that's like messy, that uh, you know, that, that you have no real clear definitive word, it's just smuck. We got a lot of smuck out there right now. Bunch of smucks in here, too. <laughs> I like smuck for the stuff on the road right now. It's slushy, it's snowy, it's freezing. That's a lot of smuck. Uh, so have we given away our tickets yet? I have just actually sent out the text it's to our, our winner. Our final four pack of tickets to the Shrine Circus. Take a look at your phones, everybody, if yeah. you answered. Yeah, because uh, if you get the winning text and you get notified that you've been selected uh, as as our winner for today, then you've only got a very limited time to get back to us. So be sure you check your phone. If you've got it on vibrate, take a look at it and see if there's a text that came in and uh, reply back to us. And give us your information so we can credit you as today's winner. And if they don't respond, then what do we do? We go to another 
We'll pick. We'll draw another. So then, you know, maybe in about five minutes or so, we might have another winner. So if you entered, be sure you're checking your phone, right? Yes. Uh, and once again, we're going to be sending it out about the top of the hour out to Michael McIntyre, who is standing by at Homestead for Snyder Homestead Girls Basketball. Two 6-0 and teams in the Summit Athletic Conference. Both of them will have one more conference game after tonight. But th- those will be insignificant because whoever wins tonight's head-to-head matchup is going to be the SAC champion because of the head-to-head tiebreaker advantage. Uh, there's nothing that can happen past tonight that's going to change that. So it's uh, it's basically a pseudo-championship game. Break out the marbles. Uh, we'll take a time out. We're going to come back. We'll do the final wraps on this week of the Sports Rush coming up next on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Now back to the Sports Rush with Brett Rump on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back final time here on the Sports Rush. Just about to send it to Homestead for Snyder Homestead Girls Basketball, which we have word is delayed to 610 for the tip. So just after 6 o'clock, we'll send it out to Michael McIntyre. All the play-by-play action of a huge game to decide the SAC champion tonight. And then game two, the boys' side with uh, Snyder at Homestead. And that will tip about 25 minutes or so after the conclusion of girls' basketball. Be sure you end the night with us at the Coventry Pizza Hut. It'll be Michael McIntyre, Adam Lundy, and Eric Dute Dutkevich giving you a recap of the three games that actually take place on tonight's high school schedule. Actually, it's more than that. I, I, I kid. Uh, there's a few more. But here in the city, uh, we have three doubleheaders that have been postponed. Northside at Northrop, Southside at Concordia, Wayne at Dwanger. Uh, and then in the area, DeKalb at East Noble has also been postponed. Yeah, but as of right now, we still have 10 games. Yeah, it's, so. there's still plenty to talk about. Definitely. Of course, you're, uh, you're coming down to the end of the conference races for the girls' side. You also are only a couple of weeks away from getting girls' basketball started in the postseason. So plenty to talk about tonight. And at 1030, Coach Bob Lovell and Indiana Sports Talk takes you up until midnight Well, the big news today, Alabama and New England both have their coaches. Jared Mayo is now the coach of the New England Patriots, replacing legend Bill Belichick. And then you've got another legendary coach, Nick Saban, being replaced in Alabama by former Washington coach Kalen DeBoer. Uh, Kalen DeBoer was the guy I thought had the best likelihood to get this job, and it was because... Clemson was a little bit down. Sarkeesian, I didn't think he was going to leave Texas. Uh, I didn't know that they'd go with Lane Kiffin. I didn't think Kiffin would be on the board above Kalen DeBoer. And DeBoer, I thought, would take the job. So it is official. Kalen DeBoer, the coach at Alabama. Now we're on Arch Manning watch to see if he transfers to Alabama. That does it for us. Big thanks to our guests that appeared on the show, including the incomparable Greg Rakestraw joining us in hour number one and Zach Osterman from Indy Star joining us in hour number two. Tomorrow morning, be sure to wake up with Jim Shevlin talking sports starting at nine o'clock. Have a great Friday night. This has been the Sports Rush on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.